WBEZ is supported by Chicago Humanities, presenting live events with historians Doris Kearns Goodwin and John Meacham, comedian Reggie Watts, and filmmaker Miranda July, and artists Hebrew Brantley and Amanda Williams in conversation. Plus, MSNBC chief correspondent Ali Velshi on small yet powerful acts of courage throughout history. Tickets for these events and more conversations on arts, culture, and current affairs at chicagohumanities.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Lisa Labas, and this is The Rundown. City officials in West Suburban Naperville are scrapping a short-lived proposal to recruit residents to house migrants. Councilperson Josh McBroom planted that idea during a recent council meeting. He suggested creating a list of people who are willing to open their doors to unhoused migrants. McBroom's proposal drew national attention. Officials in Naperville say state and federal agencies, as well as nonprofits, are already involved in efforts to house migrants and say any action by the city would be duplicated. Two teenagers were shot and killed today in Chicago's Loop. Chicago police say the shooting took place just before one o'clock in the afternoon near Washington Street and Wabash Avenue, just blocks from Millennium Park. The Sun-Times reports both victims were students at Innovations High School. It's a nearby charter school. Police blocked off a large section of North Wabash to investigate. In a call to the Sun-Times, Police Superintendent Larry Snelling confirmed two students were killed. Chicago Public Schools says it's trying to do a better job tracking laptops. An Inspector General report recently found nearly 80,000 devices were reported lost or stolen in one year when many were actually sitting in schools. My colleague Sarah Karp reports the Board of Education yesterday voted to require training for staffers responsible for tracking devices and discipline for people who don't follow policy. Deputy Chief of IT Ed Wagner told board members last week that other measures are in the works. We are also working on identifying a, a, a way to hold staff and families more accountable to, you know, returning these assets. They'll also plan to automatically send messages to the computers asking the user to return them. A class this year at City Colleges of Chicago gives students an inside look at what it's like to work as a 911 call taker or dispatcher, and it prepares them to apply for that job. My colleague Lisa Curry and Phillip reports. The class gave Lee Tanya Black another go at her dream of working in law enforcement. Years ago, I had the opportunity to be to be a police officer, and my mom begged me not to do it, and I wish I had done it. 30 years later, Black found out about a course at Malcolm X College. The instructor helped get her typing speed up, a key to passing the test to be a 911 call taker. She's been in the job since October. This is like the real, oh, I like helping people. No, this is really helping the people. The next class starts February 13th. SoxFest is returning in 2025. The team says it's bringing back its annual winter fan gathering next year to mark the 20th anniversary of the team's 2005 World Series win. This year's event had been replaced with an event at the Field Museum for season ticket holders, and that move caused a bit of consternation among fans. And authorities in Will County are evacuating people from parts of Wilmington now that an ice jam in the Kankakee River has broken and is causing flash floods. Emergency officials say the ice jam broke early this morning and river levels rose three feet within an hour. The National Weather Service issued a flash flood watch through Monday morning. 
Weather areas of dense fog, patchy drizzle, and some steadier rain with a high in the upper 30s. And then tonight, some fog and patchy drizzle, a low in the mid 30s. Saturday and Sunday, cloudy with highs in the upper 30s. You can find the latest news whenever you want at WBEZ.org or on your radio at 91.5 FM. I'm Lisa Labis. Thanks for listening.